This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So sign up today. You bet 100 bucks and win $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer, and very special guest, as always, Mr. Andy Lack for the Mayakoba. Andy, how you doing, buddy? I'm great, guys. I told you I've been battling a little bit of a runny nose and sore throat for the past couple of weeks, been moving into this new apartment. So you see, I'm just starting to hang up some pictures. I don't have my regular background, but I am kind of excited for this golf course and this event i would not say that i like this golf course um but what i do like about it is that it has a distinct character to it that i think can be conducive in terms of the way narratives that we're maybe attempting to formulate this week and um it's a much better field than the butterfield so <laughs> i mean uh, for that's me, another you and, me you and steve golfing was almost the butterfield field right right, so. right so as far as fall swing events go i as somebody who probably hasn't done a lot of consuming the fall swing i i get pretty into football um i'm tepidly excited to talk about this one with you guys yeah i mean it's a pretty top heavy field uh, a lot of good names at the top you know i mean i think just kind of how these PGA tour events are kind of go like once you get past like first like 10, 15 guys, it starts getting a little shallower though. But uh, no, I, I agree with you. I, I don't think like golf course wise, this is all that exciting, but yeah, no. I mean like, you know, there, there's some uh, interesting trends that I found like when I did my preview and everything. And if the wind does get up, it can get a little interesting, especially on some of those like little shorter par threes, like by the, uh, the beach there. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, it's nice to see, like, you know, Cal Morikawa, I think, was a surprise in this field. I was surprised to see him. I mean, obviously, we used to see, you know, Finau and Hovland and uh, Horschel and everything. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to kind of bringing this down. So, I guess, why don't we just lead it off as far as, like, um, you know, what are you looking for this week? I, I mean, I, I noticed that, you know, when I did start, you know, some of my research that basically a lot of the things I looked at Bermuda, uh, probably just going to look at this week, just so we have a little bit of a better field. So, what about you? What are some of the things you're looking at this? Can, can I just ask him something real quick first? Sure. So you say you don't really like the golf course. Is it because it's a Norman design and you have the? Well, I just don't think he's. A, I Norman. just. I just don't think he's a talented designer, and this is like not any. Not. But isn't this one of his best that, designs though? Yeah, well, no, there's a which, cave in the middle to, of the fairway. Well, so sure, which speaks right? to which speaks to like how bad of a designer he is. Sure, I think it's one of the better pieces of property that he's had access to, but I don't yeah. think that. I don't think that he did an impressive job with the land. I mean, I, I, he has a tendency, in my opinion, to really not have an eye for interesting green sites and interesting green contours. I just don't think he's talented and spotting that out or using the natural land to create interesting green contours. He tends to over bunker his courses a lot yeah, where it's just like, dude, like you're not really creating any new strategy to this hole having six bunkers there. Right. And, and so personally, I don't, I don't really have a ton of respect for him as a designer, but I like this golf course in the sense that I think it's an interesting golf course for PGA tour play. I think this is a more interesting golf course for PGA tour play, actually potentially la than last week at the Bermuda, because I think that this golf course actually 
what you do off the tee here really matters. And I don't, oh. I think there are a lot of golf courses like TPC Summerlin and Bermuda. And maybe you quibble with this, Steve, because I, I would actually go in the different direction and say that I, I see a couple stark differences between here and Bermuda. But I, what I like about this golf course in terms of, uh, at least for PGA tour play is I do, do think that it asks you some interesting questions off the tee. And I think there are a lot of courses on the PGA tour schedule where what you do off the tee has absolutely zero relevance. And I do think this is a course that places some emphasis on what you do off the tee. So sorry for rambling. I could do another 45 minutes on why I don't think Norman is particularly yeah, I was, impressive. I was, just to, I was just trying to bait you into a Norman take. That's all. <laughs> well, can I ask you guys, can I turn it back on you for, for a question real quick? Did you guys sure. know that Lev is um, taking this golf course? Did you guys yeah, know that? I, I, I heard I something not. on the Shotgun Star today that yeah. uh, they're going to basically, this is going to be like their Mexico site. Yeah. So, what are your I thoughts mean, that we're well, losing? I mean, well, what I was thinking Dakota. too, what I was thinking about last week too is like, I mean, this might be the last time we see Bermuda. Because they're changing the schedule. Uh, I don't yeah. know exactly how they're going to do the whole qualification of keeping your card or not in the fall. I don't know if they're going to keep it. So I, it doesn't really surprise me that this might be the last time we see Mayakoba. And if Liv is just going to take it, I mean, I can't imagine the PG2 what, is going to want to go. What there. are we going to do without yeah. that weird fucking lizard trophy? I mean, <laughs> I mean, what are we going to do? I mean, the- how do we place in context Victor Hovland's excellence? Exactly. What do we do? Exactly. <laughs> what does it all mean? What What does it all mean? It's past Palum, so I mean, he's got to win again this week, right? I mean, we got to bet about. I mean, he is the reigning king of past Palum right now. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Do you guys like past Palum? Have you ever played on past Palum? I've never played on it. it sounds It sounds like no. No, I went to I went to the Canary Islands for my honeymoon, and I know they have a bunch of past Palum courses there, but I think the one I stayed at was Bermuda. So I have not played past Palum though, but I, I mean, I know just, it's, it's like Velcro. It's, it's a good grass for resorts just cause it ball basically just sticks heat. on the green. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like it's salt tolerant too. And so it's, 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 it's but a doesn't, good, doesn't it sit up nice on past Palum? Yeah. Uh, on the, like yeah. on the, on the rough and in the fairways. Yeah. I mean, it seems yeah. like you get really nice lies chipping out of past Palm rough. Right. Yep. Comparative that's to other roughs, that sounds amazing to me. Doesn't uh, sit down chipping, like Bermuda, chipping out of Bermuda. You know what I mean? Yeah, what you're used to in in yeah. Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was kind of thinking like, like why has Hovland had maybe some success at Pas Because it's not just here. I mean, he won Puerto Rico, won this yeah. twice. Uh, he won. He finished, I think, fourth at Yas Links uh, last year. That was Pas Palum too. He's got a lot ah. of good finishes. Um, I think possibly it could be. I was thinking about around the green where yeah. like, you know, you can chip on it, but once the ball kind of hits the green, it kind of stops. hundred percent. The problem with I, yeah. him is like, yeah, you can run the ball a lot fat, farther past it. And like, you know, now he's all right. The ball stops. Now he's only got like five feet per par, five feet per birdie. Like, I think that kind of helps him. He's a really good putter too. And, yeah. you know, especially how great of an iron player he is. I mean, if he just is lights out with his irons, the ball's just going to stick. So that might be kind of why he's been so good here on this, you yeah. know, on this type of surface. Hundred percent. I think that's a good take, Steve. I agree with that. I I think that post palm greens are generally a, they make a lot of things easier, but short game certainly because these greens are so soft and receptive that mm-hmm. I just don't think that the degree of difficulty around the greens here is very high. Even if you short side yourself, like these bunkers aren't very deep, and even if you short side yourself, like 
it's you're not going to have those chips on this golf course where you're just like dead if you mess on a certain side of the green because even if you have five yards of green to work with you're basically chipping off of like a pretty easy lie in the rough where you still should be able to get under the ball and get the ball to stop on the green. So I, I totally around the green was not something I was looking too heavily at this week. No. And like, I mean, the data golf has like the relative skill set chart and that's something where just, it's kind of random, uh, you know, around the green game. Same thing with kind of putting too. It seems like, I mean, to win this event, it seems like the last five winners, you generally haven't been able to putt. Like, you know, Hovland's a good putter, Brendan Todd, Kuchar, uh, Kazire was riding a hot putter when he won. Pat Perez had yeah. one of his better putting years when he won. So Pat that seems like that's kind of a difference between like winning and losing. But I mean, kind of like with short game of putting, um, you know, because I think a lot of guys are kind of have kind of shortish putts um, most of the week. You know, it's, it's something like, yeah, you know, I, I definitely focus more on like your performance under 150 yards. Uh, you, I agree with you. You do, you do have to drive the ball pretty well this week. Um, I did notice though, I looked at a lot of highlights. So I was trying to figure out like you know, for years, I always thought like this was kind of a lesson driver course, but pretty you much every driver. Hi- yeah. yeah. Every highlight I saw of like Brendan Todd or Finau, like they're all hidden drivers here. Um, and like, I, you know, I, I think like you think like, okay, you got, you know, it's, it's about 40 yards between the, the mangroves, you know, kind of narrow fairways. You don't really want to hit it there because it's basically a lost ball, but I mean, it's kind of the same thing with the greens. Once the ball hits the turf with a pass palm, it just kind of stops. So it kind of makes it a little wider, you know, just like him there too. And that, yeah, like everything's kind of just dead straight in front of you. So yeah, I think just the ability to hit the driver really well, you know, long and straight can help or even just hitting the fairways help. And then it's kind of a shorter approach shots this week. Uh, that's basically kind of what I was looking for. That's that's why I was saying like, that was kind of the formula I used last week is kind of that Joe area. Yeah. That's, that's, why, that's what I was, what I meant by, I kind of borrowed a lot of the stuff I looked at this week to this week. Yeah. And maybe I should have factored more off the tee in last week because my guy, Ben Griffin just felt like he had the yips <laughs> off the tee in the final round. So maybe that's something that I should have looked at more closely. That was, did, you that have, was, did you have an outright on him? I did. Yeah. Oh. And listen, it was the, I, I have not been huge on the fall swing. I've done my commitments for podcast and my articles but i i like i'm a one screen guy currently hopefully i'd get another tv but like i love the nfl you make make enough money where you can go buy another tv like 300 dollars at costco you get like a yeah no i'm going i'm going to get another tv like i i love the nfl like truly am just a massive massive nfl fan and so i haven't had a ton of room for Fall swing golf. The shit events. You can say it. The uh, shit, the shit events. events. But but you know Ben Griffin had a two stroke lead with you know think, nine holes like to play. Yeah, yeah, nine holes to play, and I'm gonna win two grand on this guy, which yeah. is more than any of my football events. Like, yep. we'll tune in, and oh my god, that was a fucking car crash in slow motion. It was what? so funny to. It, and we'll we'll sorry for derailing us a oh. tiny bit, but it was it was one of those. Um, you know, a lot of times when you see guys eject, it usually happens on one hole where it's just like, oh my God, this fucking hole. Like this guy is this guy is dead after this. Yeah. And the interesting thing about Ben Griffin was it was such a fucking slow burn. And <laughs> what would happen is he made four bogeys in a row. And after every bogey, it was like, man, somebody needs to like go up to this guy and just be like, hey, dude, you're like not actually out of the tournament. 
Like he made three bogeys in a row and he was one back. Yeah. At, right. And then he made another one and it's like, and then he lays up into water on the par five on 16 when he's one back. Mm. It's like, dude, you could still, you made, he made four bogeys in a row and still had a great chance nope. to win the tournament. Right. But he just he lost the plot. Anyway, yeah. I mean, it seemed, it seemed like there was seemed like there was a lot of bad golf on the back nine at the Bermuda. Yeah. It's not like I Seamus mean, was lighting. Yeah. The I know Seamus was, was Seamus was leaking oil too. I know. And like, I, I was like, oh, he's. I was like, he might fuck this up. And I was like, I, I was, was like, wondering because I, I, I like everybody else. I bet Dietrich. I'm like, is Dietrich gonna back into a win here? Like these guys are both leaking yeah. oil. And then him and no, Patrick Rogers kind of looked for a second there, like, oh my god, if they get post nineteen, who knows. No. Yeah, Listen, right as now. somebody who has lost a ton of money on Dietrich, I knew damn well that shit was not cashing. Like, that's just not it. Like, he's not it. He's not that well, guy. He's the. Are you guys going back to him this week? Not for an outright. But no. I mean, I, I, mean, I, 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 don't, I don't even know if I like the position. I mean, we'll talk about him. I mean, I think okay. there's things you, to like about him. But for an outright, though, no. Just because I'm just going to be perfectly honest. Like, just seems like top of the board is just hitting. Yeah, every single week. It sure does. I, I think it's I'm awful. just. I, 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 think, it. I, I think I think this was yeah. that like if you have like five or six like really big names, a lot of win equity. Just I'm just gonna go to them, and you know what? I always have an opportunity to lie bet if I really want to, or if I like a guy down the car, I'm just gonna take a position on him and see what I mean, happens. I mean, think about last week. Like you look at the names of the guys who right. are you know under thirty to one. Like Seamus Power deserved to be under thirty to one. You know what I mean? Like coming yeah. in absolute garbage fucking form, but terrible he, form. Oh, yeah. absolutely terrible. Like I didn't think I didn't think about him once. But if you think about the quality of golfer and his and his like resume, we probably should have thought about him. You know what 100%. I mean? Hundred like, percent. Yeah, I was. Know? I like, tweeted about this too. It's like it's it's such a like a tricky dichotomy, right? Because if you looked at any numbers this week, the only takeaway, or last week, I should say, the only takeaway that you could have is that Seamus Power is downright lost with his irons right now right. like seriously right. the, right. the yeah. worst the worst ball striking run of his career by like yeah. a very healthy margin mm -hmm. he had lost on approach like seven starts in a row yeah. and he, it was getting worse before it was getting better he had lost over seven in his last start actually him and Dietre, if you look at the stats from like the Mallorca Open or whatever, right. both lost stroke over, over seven strokes ball striking in their last starts but at the end of the day it's kind of like, fuck, man, is Seamus Power like one of the best four players in this field? Probably. Like, yeah. do I just need to throw everything out the window and just bet one of the best players in the field? And that's kind of what happened. Yeah. All right. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I fucking hate it, man. It's, it's really, it's, it's really irritating. Like, it really is. Like, I, I know Steve's been texting me, like, if, uh, if what's his nuts won. Like we quit. Oh, if like, McCarthy won the if show, Danny McCarthy won. I would have never done it. I would have quit. I would have quit. Like, that's <laughs> it. like I would have never done. It. If sixteen to one, Danny McCarthy wins. That what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? Burn I'll it all go, to the ground. Burn what's it all the to the point? ground. I'll, I'll just. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go full time NHL and NFL betting. And what's the difference? Fucking. I don't get any more. Fucking forty to ones, fifty to ones. I don't. You know. Maybe I'll still dabble in the first round leader because I like crack cocaine. But you know, other than that, like, I mean, why am I betting fucking outrights? Like, why am I betting I outrights think, if Danny McCarthy fucking twelve to one is? I, I think we should make this a bet, a weekly bet, where there's one golfer every week that you have to say we're at risk of ending the entire show if this guy wins. Have, have I think you, have, this you week, seen, have you seen our? It has messages? to be. It has to be eighteen to one, Matt McNeil. 
It's well, absolutely 18 to one. It's absolutely right. So if 18 to one Matt McNeely ends this week, like it's done. Podcast is yeah, over. The show, show's over. Over. We're show's done. Over. It's over. Okay. That's, That's right. It. Yeah, so seriously, we will negotiate a sale of our assets to the Inside Golf Podcast. Like, yeah. Get our words together. Yeah. All right, why don't we take a quick break, and then why don't we start breaking down DFS tiers? All right, well, listen, I already told you guys about WinBet, but listen, if you guys are ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia, and we're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. And be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour. Each Thursday from 5 to 6 Eastern Time during the WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet to give you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet.com. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. If you're ready to play, you go sign up today and receive a special offer. You bet 100 and you'll win 100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. So they know we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And uh, don't forget, uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast uh, on YouTube is giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autographed LT or Brian Dawkins jersey. And the contest is completely free to enter. All you got to do is subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win. So turn on your notifications so you don't miss SGP contacting you when they pull the winner. That's a pretty sweet prize. Which one would you take? If you guys won, would you take the LT or Dawkins jersey? Probably are, you, are you really asking the Giants fans what they would Oh, um, You know, I, I mean, yeah, I guess. But, like, I mean, we're, we're like, so – I'm the oldest of the crew, and like I don't remember LT fucking playing, and so like I would take the Dawkins jersey because I remember watching him light motherfuckers up, and like I really right. enjoyed his safety. Right. Like he, he was a stuff. Like I like whatever. Like I have no attachment to LT. I guess since you guys are Giants fans, it makes sense. But you never actually watched him with your own eyes. Then we like we'd be like, I want the Bill Russell jersey versus the Larry Bird jersey. I mean, I'm, I'm old enough Larry to remember. Bird. I'm old enough to remember LT. Uh, his not, last season was '93. <laughs> Uh, and they made the play. It was, it was Sims in his <laughs> last year. That was the that was the first year I actually like was like aware of like the NFL in '93. Yeah. So no, I, I he's do the greatest him. defensive player of all time, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I, I want somebody who I've watched. Like that's I fair. I, I I understand that point. Can I ask you guys? Am I going to actually be eligible for this contest? Yeah. If I do it, because sure. you like well. Uh-huh. Not yes, so fast. We, like with know, my golf know. digest, with my golf digest friends, they exclude me from their contest because I'm too good friends with them. So they're yeah. like, "Hey, we're giving because away John Yo." They don't want. They don't want the trolls to be like, "Oh, you a friend one." We've had somebody on our network. I think somebody won the uh, driver, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. The driver contest, and they were like, "Oh, this is rigged." We're like, "Fuck you! It's not rigged." Like he entered the contest. Like I'm not excluding somebody who followed the rules and did it. Like we're not rigging. Yeah, it for that's anybody. dumb. Yeah. yeah, if I win, I win. Deal yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Suck my dick. All right. <laughs> We're not okay, that. good. I'll I'll do it. I'll do You'll it. Do it? Yeah, I'll do it. You'll do what? I'll do the what is it? It's you subscribe you missed, to YouTube or something? Nothing, you, nothing. You just missed the joke. It's fine. The um <laughs> the, 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 the um anyway. All right. So I mean, other than watching Griffin fucking uh just completely uh hit the ejector seat, I mean, last week sucked, right? I mean Last week sucked. We had what? Same thing. Same thing as the week before. Fucking three hours of coverage a day. Maybe if you're lucky. Like, 
just the PGA Tour. What are they doing? Like, oh, we're, why we're can't they do this right now? Yeah, I just are we doing add, this or do you want to do my cover? Are we doing this? I don't know, man. Am I, am I going to get to watch? Am I going to get to watch the tournament this week? Is it going to no. be on fucking TV and ESPN it's Plus? Be, it's going to be probably three to six. There's no PGA Tour live. There's no shot link. There's just there's no ESPN. There's no ESPN Plus either. Like, no, they're out of the country. It's so annoying, man. It's so annoying. As somebody who like sweats Thursday bets, like it's yeah. very fucking annoying. With especially with no shot link data, I'm literally just like some drunken asshole, uh, you know, volunteer is screwing up. Oh, he, he, three holes in one in a row. I'm like, great. He's gonna be plus five the next time I go look. Like, I have no idea what's gonna happen. Like, I don't understand right. why they can't get their shit together. Like, I just don't get. So, that I think the PGA Tour's official line of reasoning on this is. At Mayakoba, the Wi-Fi can be a little spotty because you're kind of in the jungle a little bit and you need those tablets to basically do that. So I don't know. I think it's bullshit. I Awful. think it's it's a cost-cutting move that they're trying – they basically want to save money, I think, because they don't want to send the equipment over in order to do it. But How much does it cost to fucking send equipment over? Like It can't cost that much money. It probably isn't. It's, basically, it's essentially just like a tablet and a laser. That's that's well, really it's all. Fine. It's fine. This is Liv, This is yeah. Liv's problem now. After this year, right? <laughs> it's true. It's very it true. is. It's very true. They, they don't. Whittle does Liv know they're inheriting a play. They're inheriting a venue with bunk Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they don't have ShotLink or anything anyway, so it doesn't matter. I know. Right. So, and the scores yeah, are kind of made up. So. What? Yeah, they're definitely right. made up. And what, what does Liv give out for data? Like putts per rounds? Like I don't even know what they do. Like I, I tried to look like the first couple weeks. Oh, you've been you've been reading uh, Dirty Mike stat articles. These no, are like dude. my favorite things. No, so like I see you engage with these people, and <laughs> I just don't know how. You I do can't that. help myself. Sometimes. I know. I'm like, it's not healthy. No, it's not healthy. It's not healthy. It's not. It's not healthy. No, but I get there's there are certain things that like genuinely upset me. Like one of them recently was Xander's name getting dragged again into rumors where it's like, yo, dude, I've been saying this on fucking podcasts for eight months. I am not shooting from the hip here. Like I am friendly with multiple people directly in his camp. He is not fucking going anywhere. He's not, not now. Nope. Right. So I know he's like a convenient name for you guys to throw out there. It's not fucking happening. It's yeah. not fucking happening. He is the one guy where I can confidently say I have a legitimate beat on what's fucking going on there. He's not fucking going anywhere. And people still are like, eh, you know, he, if you read between the lines on this press conference that he did eight months ago, like you never know. He didn't rule it out. It's like, yeah, he's saying the prudent thing that all golfers should say, which is it's a no for me dog. But if I look around and 20 of the best players in the world go there, then yeah, I'm going to have to fucking reassess, which is exactly what Xander said. And he's been consistent from day one. Like, yo, it's a no for me, but the golf landscape is rapidly changing and I don't really have as much control over what others do as you probably think I do. I'm certainly not a ringleader in this. It's not for me, but if everybody goes, then I'll change my perspective, right? There's no value in them completely denouncing it. Because no. they don't know what's going to happen. And what's the upside in looking like an idiot if they're forced in six months to go yeah. because everybody else fucking goes, which I don't yeah. think is going to happen, but you can't rule it out, right? So right. I just recently, his name 
started getting dragged today, right? again. And today. I, yeah, today. Yeah, it was and in I was the Guardian. Like, it's like, you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about. First of all, how does the Guardian always get these like random fucking stories? They seem like they not just live. Well, they're I not. Mean, they're not. I just mean stories. in general. You know what I mean? Like fucking. Yeah. Like, like they they randomly break news. I'm like the Guardian. How's this fucking paper in London getting some random story about a sports team in New York? Like this? How are they the first ones to break this shit? Makes no sense. Makes no sense. But but Andy, I'm just gonna let you. Know, I am gonna clip that just in case. In case Xander does, <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm I'm not saying I, I I I'm not saying that he's that it's not some possibility down the road in six months. Yeah, he is they, he is not going to be in the next wave, and he is not a ringleader. Is there, the there going to be another wave? Who can say? Yeah, I mean, really, yeah. I mean, like, like I, I don't know. I mean, like whatever. Like both sides to me. I'm at the point now, like where it was like election time, right? Where I'm just so sick of fucking both sides. That yeah, it just it, the whole subject fucking irritates me. Like I almost muted live at some, numerous points on Twitter. Like I just can't fucking deal with it. Like I don't care enough to have a take on either side. Like it's just it's too yeah. much. It's it's everybody's dug in. There's no change in minds. It is what it is. Like this is a shitty golf gambling world we live in now. Yeah, I mean, listen, I have no insight into anything. Just this just got called. I think I think they will get some other players. I don't think it's going to be any of the top 20 or whatever they were that basically went to that Wilmington hotel and just gave, made like a handshake agreement. Also, if you're going um, to live, why do you go right after their $50 million team championship? Yeah. So dumb. Well, I, I mean, maybe they get some of the Europe tour players because that tour is nobody cares good. about them. Nobody cares I, about Europe. Well, I mean, you're looking for names. I think it's some yeah, of those sure. guys and maybe, yeah. maybe some middle of the road PJ tour players. Because I mean, yeah. I, I think that's where you you might be able to cherry pick is the middle class because they're not going to get the top twenty money that you know some of the other guys are going to get. They're going to get a bunch more on live. Maybe they see that as an opportunity to just go over. I, I mean, how that. how how much of those like the like the bottom end PGA golfers are so fucking upset watching Pat Perez <laughs> make so much fucking money? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like not yeah. like not like the guys that we. You know, like when we go like dumpster diving in DFS, like the sixty-five hundred dollar sure. guy, you're like, "Fuck, I could have been Pat Perez." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah. doing nothing and making fucking millions, other than hitting on random people at like Topeka Baz trying to get three sixty. And he only shout got out, lucky. shout out Scott. He he only he got lucky because he was in Phil's circle in San Diego. Yeah. So like Phil lobbied for Pat Perez to get it. Pat Perez, like you said, like you just pick any guy out of a lineup. You just yeah. sub Tyler Duncan in for him or exactly. Ryan Armour or any yeah. one of these guys. Yeah. And Pat Perez walks away from 2022, what, 10, 15 10, million dollars richer, yeah. $50 million richer. And it's all because, you know, can't say that Phil doesn't help out his boys. That's true, man. Listen, it's it's not, it's uh, it's, it's who you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how the world works, but. Regretfully, even in even in pro golf. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's get the Mike Mike Mike. I know, Caber, you've been stalling because you're up. Because I don't know shit. I told you, I've been to fucking iPhone stores all fucking day trying to get my service back. Like right. I don't know what's going on. Like whatever. Like fuck. Okay. Why don't we start right? Like I like to shoot the shit. This is another garbage tournament. Top heavy. I know you guys are semi excited about it, but it's going to turn into the same shit. It's going to be twenty two under. Going to be the top guys at the top and whatever. Like there's no. We're gonna have to well, then while we try to figure out which one of the top guys to is going to be. Okay, okay, fair enough. All right, so what, why, not, why don't I turn it to Andy Lack here? 
Uh, so it seems like I'm going to guess Hovland, Finau, Aaron Wise are probably going to be chalk about $10,000. I mean, Finau has been, all three have been really good at Mayakoba. Uh, Finau hasn't played since the President's Cup. You wonder about some, you know, maybe some course rest there, but Hovland's been playing pretty well. Aaron Wise has been playing pretty well. Of those chalky options, I guess, which one maybe do you like the best? Uh, I'm going to write in answer C, Colin Morkala. <laughs> Uh, okay. is the play, obviously. Um, Colin is obviously the play. I mean, I, I listen, I I think that the arrow is pointing big time up with this guy. I mean, we got a pretty vintage Morikawa ball striking performance at the CJ Cup. Now, the reason why he's properly valued in this field is because he finished 30th at the CJ Cup because he lost six strokes putting. Well, you could say, well, that's an obvious concern with Morikawa, but the reality of the situation is he lost eight strokes putting the week before he won the concession, right? So I, I, I just, I don't really see a ton of concern in Morikawa in terms of the putter, given the fact that he generally experiences compared to other PGA Tour players, like there's a lot more variance involved. It, it flip-flops with him a lot more than it does with other PGA Tour pros, I find his putting metrics to be a lot less sticky than some of the other PGA Tour pros. So um, no concerns about his putter, especially you could probably even make the argument that pass palm is a surface that maybe neutralizes some bad putting, right? So for me, it's Morikawa uh, at any ownership. I, I think he's going to win. I bet him to win. All right. Um, yeah, I, All right. I think he wins this week. But okay. um of those options, you know, I actually, I really like Aaron Wise this week, but, you know, I think the 10.2 price tag is really interesting. I think if Aaron Wise was 9.6, he's maybe the highest owned player on the slate. Are yeah. people still going to pay up for him at 10.2 when you have the clear big four and, you know, there's kind of this then notable drop from Finau to Wise? Do people yeah. think that, there's only a $200 difference between Finau and Rise. I generally like playing guys that are a little bit overpriced because that generally translates to lower ownership. So I like Wise this week a lot. I'm not betting him at 20 to 1, but if the ownership comes in lower than we expect, then I would pay up for him. I mean, you okay. would think it's definitely going to come in lower, right? Because it doesn't matter what price Tony's at. doesn't matter what tournament Tony's at. doesn't matter anything. Tony always gets ownership. And you're yeah. right. he's priced up. It's, it's, it's a tough stomach, like, at 10-2. So I, I bet you Wise comes in low. I bet you that's a nice pivot play up there. I mean, I'd rather play Wise than fucking Billy Horschel and the putting god uh, Montgomery. And like, I hate Montgomery. No, I, I hate know. this guy. Yeah, this guy's right. such a pain in my ass. Oh, I know. Steve has many attacks. Apparently, he's the best putter in the goddamn world. I, I got at least a He just keeps doing it. I I don't know it's why. Such a pain in the it. ass. It is. It's such a pain in the ass. It's like I'm it's, never gonna play that guy ever. I'm never gonna play that guy, and it just keeps fucking happening. Saturday, five a.m. I get a text. I'm not up at 5 a.m. I wake up on Saturday. I look at my text Usually on a Saturday. Right. It's like fucking 5.15 in the morning. And Steve's ranting about fucking Montgomery fucking draining all his butts from all over the place. I love waking up. That's the first thing I do. I don't do check news or anything. I just open up my text. Let's see what Steve was mad about at 5 a.m. today. <laughs> yeah, he can't keep getting away with this. So can I? Can we go back to Morikawa for a second, though? Because yeah. I, I, yeah. 
I agree. It's vintage ball strike. Even at the Zozo, like there was no stats, but like I think he was like top 20 in driving accuracy, like top 15, like reading regulation. Here's the only thing though, is like we've been saying this about Morikawa basically since the Masters. He's had a lot of vintage Morikawa performances where just all right, awesome with approach, awesome off the tee. And yet it's still only translated to two top tens since the Masters. So yeah. I guess like like I don't know. Like I, I want to get there with Morikawa too, but like is the putter like so bad now that like in a tournament where you know it's gonna be I'm not saying he's gonna get cut, but like the cut line's gonna be like minus four, minus five when he score low twenties, like T twenty is probably like 14 under or so like mm, is that a yeah. little bit concerning yeah 100 percent. and i think that's part of the risk that you incur i am not of the belief there is like a hot button narrative in the industry of like oh can this guy subjectively get to 20 under par which is like i just don't really believe i just think that's a, it's completely subjective i mean he won the world unless, unless it's matthew fitzpatrick he cannot get to 20 under Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's like he, <laughs> he won the work day. He won the work day at 1900 par. It wasn't 20. Uh, it wasn't 20. He did. He did. <laughs> um, no, but, but Steve, you're right. I also do think that not every single week on the PGA tour you get, I talk about this a lot with uh, courses like Torrey Pines, where I think that at a course like Torrey Pines, like John Rahm and Rory McIlroy just start on second base. Like they just have a built-in advantage before anyone tees off based on the skill set that they have. Say the same thing about Bay Hill. You could say the same thing about Muirfield Village. Um, I think there are a couple fewer courses where a player like Morikawa starts on second base, and I think this is one of them. I think that there is a severe penalty for wayward driving at this course. I mean, if you are in the mangroves, like you are not, you are not hitting the green regulation. You're probably taking a penalty stroke, yeah, right? Sure. And the fact that Morikawa remains even in a down year last year, one of the most accurate drivers of the ball in the world, and one of the best iron players inside 150 yards in the world. Um, I think that really fucking matters on this course. It really matters. I mean, ten of the par fours measure under 460. Right. So Morikawa is now getting to a course where there is a real penalty for wayward driving. And he is going to have probably upwards of 50% of his shots inside 150 yards on approach. And he's coming off a great ball striking week. Like, I think the course fit matters here with Morikawa. And I think I would probably be less inclined to be so high on him if I wasn't so high on the course fit. Yeah, I mean, l- listen, like, I also come at it from, I'm pretty Jada Morikawa, because I bet him as Zozo. And I'm like, Same. okay. Same. Yeah. Then I went back to him last week at CJ. I'm like, all right, because I looked at the rudimentary sets. I'm like, all right, he hit the ball great. Like, did not putt very well. Let's get him a CJ Cup. And did the same thing. It yeah. was great ball striking performance. T29 finish. Like, that's in an 80-man field. It's basically about middle of the road. So, I don't know. The the good news for you is that anytime I give up Morikawa, that's when he hits. So <laughs> that, that is a fact. It, it's a bona fide fact. fact. So congratulations early to you. 
Uh, I am not on Morikawa this week just because I've been burned once many times. And I just, it, for whatever reason, just, it seems like I've, for the last couple months, I've been Morikawa a lot. Like, all right, the ball striking's there. He just, you know, we just waiting for the putting week. I think I'm just getting tired of getting kicked in the nuts on it. And if this is the week that happens, this is the week that happens. Like, um, I think I'm just done going down that road. Of just that's fair. That's yeah. that. So, so who's your guy at the top then, Steve? I mean, to be perfectly honest, I mean, I like Wise. I actually like Wise a lot this week. Um, yeah. one of the things I found just you know, obviously, he's got really good history here. Um, hit the ball really bad at Shriners, but bounced back with CJ Cup. So, I don't really have any concerns with the iron play. Um, I think just what's going to get over the top for him is just like now he actually shows up to the Mayakoba, actually a good putter. And that seems yeah, like because he, he, like, he cheats now, because he cheats now. That's a because he asked the uh, the long putter. Yeah, I fucking hate those things. That is cheating. It's a fucking I'm, I'm centi- it's, it's a centimeter like away it. from your chest. It's a centimeter away from your chest. It, oh, it, I, it, it makes me so I hate it. I'm and with I, you I, on that one, Capper. I don't like it either. Oh, yeah. So I mean, listen. Obviously, good course history here. Hit the ball pretty well this season. He's starting to putt. I mean, this is now a long term trend now. And I noticed that guys, either you were a good putter coming in, or you were trending mm-hmm. up. That usually the difference between like a top 10 and a win. Maybe that's what gets him on the top this time. And, you know, I mean, obviously really good from under 150. I've been starting to calculate a little bit of scoring stats from under 152. And those aren't as good, but it's long-term data. I think it's because he's not a very good putter. He's not converting. Now that he's actually, you know, a good putter, maybe you can convert there. Kind of like him. Um, kind of like Horschel, too. Doesn't seem mm. like he's going to be all that popular. He will um, not. Get, yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, he played well at the CJ Cup. Great course history here. Pretty good under 150 and actually is one of the better scores under 150 as well because he actually is a good putter. Uh, that's another guy who just is going to keep it real nice and straight off the off the tee. Um, I like him. So didn't, I, I didn't we make a did we make a pact before the fall swing? We weren't going to bet for or against Billy Horschel anymore. Hey, things, things change, buddy. You know, it's been like it's fucking three weeks. Three weeks. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. He was good. He looked really good at the uh, at the CJ Cup. He was a lot yeah. better than I thought he would be. He looked good. And this I'm, is, I'm sticking to my pact. Okay. I'm sticking to my pact. I can, I can never get him right. Whenever I bet on him, he loses. Whenever I bet against him, he makes every fucking 25-foot butt. Good. And Stay so, far away. So who's, who's your guy then, Capper, at the top? I mean, I, I refuse to back wise because he cheats. Um, and, <laughs> and I mean, I really think – what has golf been telling us lately? Keep it simple, right? Keep it simple, yeah. stupid, fucking, like, take the obvious play. The chalk fucking hits. Give me Hovland. Like, he plays very yeah. well on pass form, coming yeah. in good form. Don't nuke it. Don't overthink it. Just take him. Like, golf betting is now easy, apparently. Like, you just yeah. take the guys at the top of the board, and, and they come through. When's the last I time someone... To... Go ahead, Steve. I, I was wondering, when's the last time someone won three straight? That's a great time? question. You know, I, I mean, besides I... Tiger. I thought about this this morning and I was like, this is going to take like 20 minutes of research. And I was like, I'm good. I'm just <laughs> not going to do this. I'm not going to effort this. I was curious about it too. Cause I thought I had that same thought this morning. I was like, ah, oh, this would be something interesting to add as a tidbit in my article. I'm, uh, this takes like 20 minutes of research. Like I'm just going to not, <laughs> Never mind. Right but um, yeah. no. And I will say this to you, Capper also like, I don't think that Hovland is going to be the overwhelming crazy chalk that maybe you would expect because I think Hovland is going to be the 
Oh, Hovland's the and then the guy who's like the most obvious play that everyone thinks is going to be the obvious play. Everyone tries to get like I think Markawa will get ownership this week oh, yeah. because I think there's going to be people that are going to say, "Oh yeah, I'm going to like Hovland. Like I'll do the hipster thing and take Morikawa." Right. So I I don't think Hovland will be crazy. I think he'll be high, but I don't think it'll be upwards of thirty percent. Final question before we move down, like. Are we just sleeping on Scotty Scheffler? So yeah. here's another thing. Yes, so this he's yes. he's kind of having the Morikawa issues, where it seems like since like the Scotty Scheffler open, Parsons yeah. been awful, and that's why he had that kind of hot streak last spring and last winter because the putter was just nuclear and it's really regressed. And I mean, I know watching the Open Championship, I remember I had a bet on him and he could not make anything on Saturday and Sunday. In the CJ Cup last week, he couldn't really make anything. I think on Thursday. Uh, it's just, and I know the final round of the Tour Championship again. I had sent on a six-stroke lead with that outright, and uh, he uh, couldn't make anything on yeah. Sunday. You, so. you guys think I'm the vulgar, like angry, loud one? Just I, if I could give you a peek into the text between me and Steve. Steve yes, is like so I was so Steve, Steve. Steve gets spicy for sure. I can. <laughs> <bash him. laughs> I'm like, I open my phone. I'm like, ooh, shit! I wouldn't even say that. <laughs> I say my best takes for you guys. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yep. So, all right, we done with ten thousand. We move down to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. We we're, yeah we we don't have we can just kind of keep it. I mean, we don't have to break down every range. Right? Okay. Like, all right. All about, right. I mean, why, why? I mean, why don't we just go from eight thousand to ninety six hundred? I got a question oh, for and I got a question for Andy because I was on Twitter for two hours today before uh, somebody poured it over my phone and then uh, my number can't transfer or some bullshit. So I did no. No internet hell for all day. Uh, but I saw Todd like fucking yeah. five to six times this morning. Is it Where people? Is that, a, is that a thing this week? I haven't I, been I'm asking Twitter. you. You're, oh, you haven't been on Twitter either? Well, this is going to not really. I, I, um, uh, like I generally will get that stuff from Brian, but I've just okay. been running around all day that I haven't gotten a chance to ask. Like Brian, who are Brian, the, the who, who are, yeah. Who are the guys that everyone's chatting about? No. Um, I will check in tonight, uh, later. Um, but I Todd is interesting to me. I like Brendan Todd. I don't know if I like him at nine K. Okay. Um, I think that, um, like if you had asked me who's going to be higher price, Todd or Kucher for talking recent champions, I would have said Kucher actually, um, really? But yeah, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I would have said Kucher would have been. I, I mean, do Kuch- my own price. Kuch- I think. But Kucher's been like fucking 45, 45, 45. Like he had a run, like I feel like it was a year ago at this point. No, he's been a little he's, better than that lately. He's been a little bit better. No, I mean, listen, they're one in the same. I have right, them in right. the same, yes, yes. very same category. Yeah, I'm surprised that Brendan Todd is 9K. Is that been more of like a betting card thing, Capper? I think that so. you've seen. I think like so. he's just on a lot of betting cards at what? what yeah, is it, like fifty to one. Fifty to one. I saw a couple. I think I used to house money said the easiest bet of the week was Brendan Todd top twenty, and I was like, "Oof, eyeball emojis there." Yeah, yeah. I'll check yeah. in with my boy House. Yeah, House is House house. is good, man. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good I love guy, me man. some House. Yeah, yeah, he's fuck. He's fucking funny, man. He goes on these random rants and diatribes at online. Yeah, on he's Friday. good stuff. Like, like yeah, yes, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I saw yeah. that, and then I saw him on a bunch of betting cards, and I'm like, "What?" Like, I get it, I guess, but like, we really get excited about 
because he has a cool nickname, Godfather. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I actually like the guy right below him a lot more. I'm a big Brian Harmon guy. Are you? Yeah. Fucking why? Why? Well, I think he's generally like underowned based on like his ability to finish top five. And I think this a- is, he's a, I think he is the requisite tools to like play well at this course. And I don't think he's going to garner a lot of ownership. Is he? And, is, he's not. He's not. So if the ball's going to stop, he's short off the tee, right? And he's good. Mm-hmm. He's a good. Yeah, he's but a good this, iron. Is, this is a short course, though. It's a short course. Yeah, I, I, I'm taking I accuracy over distance here, ten times out of ten. Yeah, okay. I guess. All right, so so here's know. the so here's the only concerning thing about Harvin is so he's a pixie. His, no, so his past problem history is actually primarily Mayakoba, and he hasn't finished better mad. than. T26, and that yeah. was in 2012. Yeah. So, like, I mean, like, I, I know we talk about past Paul. I'm like, this isn't the grass that, like, these guys see a whole lot. Is it possible that he just doesn't like it? It's possible. Yeah. It's certainly possible. <laughs> I'm definitely going to play guys this week that that aren't checking that box, though. I can tell <laughs> I you that. I'm yeah, because uh, gonna... otherwise, I agree with you. Like, he should be a fit for this place. Like, accurate. Like, you know, his proximity rates are kind of okay, but he scores pretty well because he's generally just a good putter. Um, yeah. But, yeah, for whatever reason, has not translated here. And he kind of has been, like, the same guy. I don't know, because I looked at him. I was like, I was confused, too. I was like, why isn't Brian, Brian Harmon better? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me ask you guys, who do you think between like 9.6 and 8, that range that you talked about, who do you think are the guys that are going to be the most chalky? I have my opinions, but I'm curious if I'm on the same page as you guys. I mean, so I give think me like I, a one or two guys that you think are going to be I'm, the most popular. Grio. I'll give it to you first. Yes. Grio, because he's really good here, and yep. he had, he has a bunch of good finishes this fall. Yep. Totally uh, agree. I think, think Dietrich, because he's been really good, and he's kind of the hot yeah. new toy. He played you know second last week, coming off a hot finish. I think he's going to be popular. Um, I can see Tom Hoagie being popular, who actually I, I like. This week. Yeah, me too. Um, because good, great wedge player, great under 150 yards, one of the better scores. And actually, kind of like Aaron Wise, like now he's actually putting better. So I like that trend coming in. But although, like, you know, I mean, his overall Mayakoba history is not that good, but he's got a third place finish. So I've at least seen a ceiling with him. I can get behind, um, I can get behind Hoagie on an outright this week. I, I think I think I bet, those I are gonna him. be I love Hoagie this week. I, I can get behind Hoagie more. on an outright yeah. this week. Yeah. yeah. I, I I think those are gonna be the most popular, maybe a little bit of Putnam just because he played well, Henley and well, Henley's been bad. Let's talk about that. I want to talk about Henley with you guys, just to corroborate what you're saying, Steve. Um, I agree with you completely. I think that Grio and Hoagie are going to be quite popular. I think they are a very easy second man in, even if you're playing Scheffler or Hovland Mm -hmm. at the top. Um, I bet both of those guys knowing that there was a potential that I would fade them in DraftKings, which if they are close to 20%, that's definitely the route that I will go. But I bet Hoagie outright at 30 and Griot outright at 40. On Henley, I'm so curious about this one because Henley's such an interesting like test case to me in like (laughs) the DFS landscape. Um, Let me ask you this question. Is anyone blinking this week if Russell Henley's 9,500? Like, isn't Henley is like the guy that they always price up. He's the type of guy that even in this field, they'll make 22 to one DraftKings fricking 
I don't know what he has on draft. Games. I know, like, no, I, it's not what they have on draft games. Is that all these Henley fucking model yeah, fucking people? The model. He is the mo- he is like the classic like good stats, bad results. The bad stats results. do not yeah, yeah. translate. No. Um, but he's he's eighty four hundred and sixty to one this week. That so is. so that you could I think you could make it like when I did my pricing on Sunday night, I had him at like ninety three hundred. That's what I thought he was going to be. Okay. So at eighty four hundred, a I'm curious to see if he's going to garner ownership, and um, I might be there. I think the price is fair on him. I think the price is definitely fair on him, and and like it, the difference between people with scat tissue who stupidly bet Henley to win fucking tournaments uh, is right. I don't I don't have that because I know he's not going to win. But at eighty four hundred in DFS, I don't need him to fucking win. And if he's fucking no. eight, eight to ten percent owned. And yeah, all fucking day, all day. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you as far as like kind of like with the argument, Brian Harmon, like he's got the tools to do well here. Um, but also like Brian Harmon, kind of not doing on pass column. Yep. So again, like this is a type of different type of surface. Maybe the ball sits a little differently on the fairway that just doesn't sit well with him. I don't know. Like that's because again, like cookie car template, accurate, good with the wedges. Um, I mean, he's basically more a cow with a putter right now. I think that's what's been holding back a lot of his results. But yeah, yeah, it's, I don't know. That's another befuddling one to me. But I can definitely see him drawing ownership because people just say, oh, my bottle says good ball striker and he's good under 150. I don't really, haven't been paying attention to the results. Like, I'm just going to take him. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I think the, the price is pretty fair on him. There's some things you got to close your eyes on him, you know, and just pick. But uh, if he's, I, I think if, if he's going to be popular, definitely. I don't think I really want anything to do with him. But if he's drawing under, if people are ignoring him, then yeah, I guess I can close my eyes and go to it because he does have like like base plate things I can like draw, like rely on. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think a good um. Let's see. Anybody else? All right. Here, here comes my gross pick. Okay. Hi. Jason Day's been playing really good. Oh, fucking stop it. I have, like, no room for this guy. I just, like, I hear you. Like, I just, like, I'm just so done. Like, it's just, like, dude, come on, man. This is, go ahead. Okay. I just, like, people have been trying to make him a thing for so long. It's just, like, yo, dude, like. He likes he likes Disney World. He likes withdrawals. Okay. All right. So, all right. So, his last three results. Make the case. Make the case. Plus 1.7 per round on approach at Fortnite, plus 1.3 at Shriners, plus 1.2 at CJ Cup. Uh, gained over a stroke at Shriners, off the tee, gained 0.6 uh, at CJ Cup. Actually, one of the more accurate guys in that field, too. Uh, he hasn't been putting all that great, at least the last like six months or so. Um, like, listen, like going back long term, proximity numbers look bad because he just was a really bad iron player. Uh, if you just look at this fall under 150, he's averaging about 18 feet per approach. That's one of the better clips in the field. Now he's not scoring yeah. because I think that mostly has to do with the fact that he lost two strokes per round at Fortnite and got cut. He only gained a little bit at Shriners. Both of those are golf courses where there's a lot of shorter approach shots. So if he wasn't scoring at those from those ranges. That that's probably why he isn't showing up very, very well there, but finally put well at CJ cup. I know just in general, he's a good putter. Um, he's only played this tournament once he got cut, uh, but he has a couple decent finishes on past column in his career. 
I don't know, man. I mean, we kind of have seen it with Jason Day where he kind of goes on these like three, four, five tournament runs and then he fades away because he usually gets injured. I don't know. I, I And no one's on him this week. In fairness, I did not realize that he was that good at the CJ Cup. Same. Yeah, he so finished, that's, I think. I, same. Uh, yeah. T11. <laughs> T11 at CJ Cup. T8. It's a good field. I see, I, I see what you're saying. I think he is a guy that I feel has been riding a lot on name value where he gets like even the smallest signs and they put him close back up there to close to the top of pricing. What I don't think that he has done enough to deserve it, but I hear you. He well, is, that is, I'm that looking is at those the, numbers too, the, and they're good. The, D, the DFS number at 9,200 bucks is not great, but I mean, the outright yeah. market, he's like 50 to one, and he's what? Yeah. DraftKings, $200 less than Mac McDaily, who's 18. Yeah. Yeah. So totally. I, I, yeah. I think for DFS, yeah. I mean, listen, like that's, I don't love the price. The ownership is not going to be there. Yeah. I guess I can, I can, I can build a world, <laughs> and this is a silly world, uh, where I see, I know just in general, last couple of years, Jason Day tends to get hot for a couple tournaments in a row. And yeah. usually when the irons get hot, I see actually decent numbers with under 150. He's just not scoring, converting, because he hadn't been putting all that great. And some of the tournaments where you have a lot of more of those shots, finally turn it around at CJ Cup. I don't know. I can see it. You, so you are now responsible for the text that I will be sending you about Jason Day sucking when I inevitably stick him into some of my DraftKings lineups now. That's fine. Good job selling them, but just just know that the, the angry text will be coming. Well, fine. and the you case too, yeah, the case too that you're making part of the built-in case, at least for this show, is that he's going to be really low out. Low out. Um, yeah. And yeah. I will literally play like a fucking zombie at low ownership. I know and you will, Andy. Andy's I like, I can't go past 32% ownership combined. Everybody's <laughs> going to be fucking 3% or lower. <laughs> and so he's on my radar now. He wasn't, and now he's on my radar. I'm not going to commit to anything. Yeah, I mean, it's either play like a good 25% Amelia. It's either play like 25% Emilio Grillo or no. like Brendan yeah, Todd or tough. Jason Day at basically like Damn. sub. Five percent. Five. Sub five. God damn it, Steve. What a case you made. It's a good case. It's a good uh, case. That's what we do. Um, other than that, God damn it. I don't know. I mean I'm gonna bet and play Jason Day now. God, this you is, know, this you is know a, how this works for me. This is like why why do you do shit like this? All right. I mean, I think the only other thing I want to say is I don't think anyone in this field has more experience on pass Powell than Thomas Dietrich does, just because of all the Euro tour stuff he's been doing. Such like, a dick. Corrales, he, he's him. a big Corrales yeah. guy. I mean, like, it, like yeah. it's like top, a bunch of top forty finishes there. It's like respectable, but like I think he has. Uh, hold on, let me pull up the J Thomas Dietrich stuff. So he's talking about day and now Dietrich for me, knowing damn well I'm getting okay. shut. On all Wednesday. right, so like, and I, right, can't, so I can't, I won't be able to do anything. I'll, I'll ship these bets Wednesday. And not be able to see anything. All right. So, so his so in his career on past problem, he's only been cut twice in about like 22 tournaments. Uh T15 at Corrales, T9 at the Ralzo, uh Kaima Championship and at uh I think Al Muj Golf, T13 at Corrales, T6 at Saudi, T11 at Counter Masters. Ugh. It's it's listen, he like I mean, we talk about with this grass, it's not a grass yeah. that these guys see a whole lot on the PJ tour and He's seen it a whole lot, and he's got some decent finishes there, and he's playing well. Like I understand the ownership is going to be pretty high on him, but um, maybe what about a top five, please? 
You go that option. I mean, I didn't bet him outright, but there's a lot of things I like just based on his history on this particular surface. And uh, it's a very extremely small sample size, but in the fall, he's been hitting his wedges pretty well and score and actually converting because he's actually putting pretty well. So he, that can conti- that continues. Does he have his catch? Yeah, yeah. He got it through got Corn Ferry. Corn Ferry. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. I just want to make sure because I was like, all right. So does, is he one of these guys who obviously everybody wants to win? That's bullshit. Like every, obviously, but but like somebody who's like close and actually good who thinks they yeah. can win a tournament. Like, no, it's yeah. it's not outright for me this week. But I no. I think he can continue the good form. I might, so I might go back out. I might go back out. I couldn't get there at twenty, but it, he's like fifty on my local fifty-two. Just oh. another immaculate case from Steve. Steve, this is what this is, like this is what he does. He just makes me. He, I think he does this on purpose, knowing exactly what I'll do, so he can. I, I think like he doesn't watch. He, a know, lot of TV. he knows your weak spots. Yeah, I do. And he, yeah. Doesn't, <laughs> and he doesn't. And he doesn't watch TV or movies. So I think his entertainment is my stream of consciousness between Thursday and fucking Sunday, yelling about golf on the that day. that and going through a deep dive of European tour courses with Passpon, which I got a couple more coming down the pipe. <laughs> all right well if that's coming let's move on what else we got seven set this is the whole seven thousand range fucking who do you think is going to be chalk who's not who's a definitely stay away who do you who are you interested in that with andy um who do i think is going to be chalk yeah is it going to be chalk they might not be chalk there's a bunch of guys down there who, yeah who you know i will there. say something that i've noticed a little bit uh recently is that I think the industry is improving in terms of like the group think surrounding lower price guys. We, you don't see group think formulate as much around guys in the sevens or guys in the sixes that right. it used to. We just like, I track this every week and we just haven't, we haven't seen a lot of like disgusting seven K chalk or disgusting six <laughs> K right. chalk as much recently. And I think people are starting to come to their senses around that um i think hayden buckley will be very popular uh just because i know that he really stood out to me and i don't think what i'm doing is all that different than what other people are doing and i I know at least the people that read my rick run good articles are going to definitely have some interest in hayden buckley i bet him at 80 to 1 um, I don't think he'll be like disgusting chalk, but I think that there will be a bit of a Buckley hive this week. Uh, Justin Lauer has been playing great. Um, he's a, yeah, he's a, somebody that I think will garter some ownership. Lee Hodges has been playing great. Um, Adam Long is a giant course history guy. Um, and then the last two guys I'll mention I bet you there's a Joel Damon thing this week. Oh, I can just always. see it. He's, he's, he's got a cool hat, bro. He's got a cool hat. Yeah, I, I can just see, like, he's going to be the, oh, have you guys seen Joel Damon? Fastball? <laughs> I can just see he's going to be the guy down there that people love. Um, and then Russell Knox has, like, pretty incredible course history as well that I think that there will be course history truthers that will blindly plug in long and Knox, but um i think damon and buckley and maybe lauer would be my best guesses of the guys that garner the most in this range what about you guys all right so let me ask you guys this right so like i, I was on lauer for no particular reason other than going through models and like i, I lauer's been the guy i best 
played DFS for months. And now elite he's wedge in. player, elite right. wedge player. Right. Yeah. But, but, but now he's getting talked about by everybody. It's like when you know a band that's local and all of a sudden signs yeah. to a deal, I'm like, no, nah, not playing him anymore. Fuck that. I know shit. that. I, I, was, yeah. I was on him before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I know. Like, I know that. I share that with you with many it's, guys. It's the worst. Like, cause I, yeah. I still want to play the guy, but I'm like, well now that he's chalk, like, no, I can't fucking do it. Like why? Uh, it's so fucking frustrating. It's like, yo, you guys don't realize that I invented Justin Lauer. <laughs> Like, exactly. like exactly. I, I invented him. Like, he, exactly. listen, you want to play Justin Lauer now? Like, get in line, buddy. Yeah. This is my guy. This is mine. Uh, His mom and dad got nothing to do with it. I invented this. Invented guy. Justin Lauer. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he'll be crazy capper. I don't think like he'll be above fifteen, but I think he might be low double digits, which is probably a lot based a lot on for him. Who's yeah. the guys yeah, he's priced true. around? Yeah. What about yeah. Riley's not going to be chalked? The Riley fucking fan nope. club. No, he hasn't been playing well enough. I like Riley this week. I'll play Riley, but he hasn't been playing well enough. Yeah, I mean, the iron numbers look really good. Uh, Proximity-wise, they're really good. He does not score from that range, though. He doesn't convert for whatever reason. I'm just saying, it seems seems like to be a Riley cult on, on golf Twitter. I don't think it'll be there this week. I don't. It's a what have you done for me lately week, and I think people are... You know they're moving on. Whatever half the fucking half a golf Twitter bet that skinny kid from whatever that golf channel show was at two twenty five to one because oh Akshay, yeah, there's the some oh Akshay Batia, there's <laughs> some stuff. Did he make the cut? I don't know. There's some stuff <laughs> he that did make like the happens. Cut. There's some stuff that happens that I'm just like, yo, what? I'm happy for you. I respect yeah. you. Yeah. Like, like, what are we doing? Go here? for it, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. just like go for it, man. Like, it's not doing? for me, but just. Go for it, man. If that's your thing, go for it. I saw um, I saw I, more I pictures of that, that kid one. last week than I've seen of yeah. fucking Rory in the last three weeks. I was like, what is what is happening on my timeline? I'm not fucking betting this week. What's happening? We can't will yeah. this kid to victory, guys. It can't happen. No. Like, no, like, no, we certainly can't. We certainly can't. So who you like down here, Steve? Um, I mean, I you know, Justin Lauer. I mean, the ownership is gonna be a little high for him, but I liked him last week, so I know. Might as well like him again this week. Yeah, uh, I mean, again, really good elite, you know, really good wedge player scores from there too. Uh, doesn't get too erratic off the tee, uh, so I like him. Um, I mean, I, I also kind of like Joel Damon, but I think you're right. I think there's going to be a lot of popularity in him. I mean, besides the past problem history, he has been hitting his irons a little better lately too, and he is accurate. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I could see like in our like you know like that might be like a top forty bet for me, you know, because what seventy two hundred bucks or. DFS, I'm going to guess probably the top 40 price, probably like plus 130, plus 140-ish. I kind of yeah, like that range. I, so I'm with you there, yeah. It probably will be that. Uh, I'm going to go back to Grayson Sig. I liked him again last yeah. week, played well. Uh, decent yeah. pass palm history. Um, yeah, I just, he's been playing good. I mean, some of his results on pass palm, he's got a T33 in Mexico, T25 at Corrales, T9 at Corrales again, T33 in Mayakoba. Um, you know, 7,300 bucks. I think we're just going to go back to him. I like that play. Um, I mentioned going back to the Euro tour. Um, this is a little pricey. I don't love it for DFS, but Dean Burmester, uh, yeah. when they had the Canary Island swing on the Euro tour last year, he finished, uh, at the, the Gulf Costa, uh, Andejo, uh, what's it called? Uh, Adehe finished fourth and for whatever reason, they played the same course two weeks in a row. I mean, it's a Euro tour. I, I don't know what they're doing anymore, but he finished fourth and then he won. I'm past following. They're, they're still probably following like so, strict COVID rules. Probably. <laughs> so I mean, like, um, you know, the iron play hasn't been all that good, but just because he's been really hot with the putter, he's just is converting. 
from under you know anything under 150 and less. So I I mean just success on past Paul. I've seen him win, seen some high upside. Doesn't seem like he's getting a whole lot of ownership. I like that. Um I don't know. What do you guys think about Aaron Rye? He was kind of the flavor of the week last week and he's meh. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got some things you like. I mean, he's yeah, I'll be there. He's, he's a, yeah. you know, off the tee, he hits his irons okay. I mean, under 150 doesn't seem like it's a strong suit, but he's fine. I don't know. He's fine for now. I'm I, yeah, I'm definitely fine to go back to him. Okay. Yeah. Can I ask you guys a really Oh, were you done, Steve? Do you have anyone else? Uh, here's another gross pick. Uh, it might uh, be mine. I'm curious if it's mine. Go ahead. So, what do we always do? Uh, when we see a little bit of form from Can Champ. Oh God. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that wasn't my guy, but I I, I, so I looked so, at him. I, I can so see yeah. where you're going with that. So T9 yeah. is Zozo. I mean, it's kind of a pattern. I mean, now this was a couple weeks ago, but really good on pass Powell. Like, yeah. like yeah. really yeah. good results. Yeah. Mexico, yeah, almost, uh, if, Ra, if Rom didn't bounce it off the TV truck on the left, like, yeah, and I had, I had the, I had the fucking champ ticket in Mexico. I was so for for a bomber. So at Mayakoba, cut T ten T thirty three for a guy who kind of sprays it everywhere. Like that's pretty good pretty results. T six in Mexico, eighth place finish is Zozo. Like, and I, I think he's getting dirt cheap ownership too. Yeah. So mm. I don't know that that's probably only a DFS way. I. Don't think he's gonna be anywhere near my betting card. Oh, I think he's a bet. I, I, like I think he, I think you throw what, what's his for number outright? for an outright? Yeah, what's his number for an outright? I, I like really I'm know. with Capper. I probably like the outright more than as a DFS yeah. play. Okay. Champ. All right. Well, then maybe you go that route then. Yeah. So, but that's another yeah. guy I kind of know. It's like I mean, listen, the stats look awful, awful from under 150. Doesn't score there either. But if you just look at just like how his career has gone, where anytime he shows a little bit of form. And we don't, unfortunately, we don't have any stats from Zozo, so we don't know exactly how we did it. But like a T8 there, like, is that like his peak or is he going to do it again? Yeah. So I mean, you're right. It, it's like, it's like celebrity deaths with Game Champ. They come in like threes. It's like two or three tournaments in a row, disappears <laughs> fucking forever. And then he, he starts to show it again. Um, you know, and then, and then like, I mean, you got some other men again. I mean, kind of a yeah. tough oh, scene I, on the weekend, but I made some money like on last uh, week. You probably like him this week. I made some money yeah. on uh, the jock market, shorten them. Really? Um, they, they, they finally allowed to shorten. I was so excited. I was like, I can't wait fucking just shorten everybody. Except they have like, they have like a big hole. Like you can't like. Right. You can't, yeah. it's, I mean, it's not like, it's not like really trading options because you're, at, you're calling covered, covered puts, which sucks. But. I mean, you can go back, to, you could do Nick Taylor because he's decent from under 150. Uh, although sure. his results are kind of meh. Or you just keep riding some of these corn fairy graduates like Robbie Shelton. I think he's got a T6. I here. like Robbie Shelton. I, think I like Robbie him Shelton's too. Good. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I mean, Will Gordon was way up there. And that, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. It's so, yeah. here's the thing Will Gordon was 15% at 8,700 this week. And everyone's going to hop off because he shot 73 on Sunday at a windy Bermuda. And now he's going to be 7K. And five percent. What is yeah. the fucking logic in that? Yeah. What is the fucking hey, hey, you are so lining up to me, bet this guy? Yeah, you are winding up to bet this guy. I I don't get it. Yeah. That is a you are paying the rank in DFS if you're playing <sighs> Will Gordon at fifteen percent, and then you jump ship this week. I yeah. love Will Gordon at seven. Yeah. So and then, and then and then just a question, and then just like a general question, like like I guess what do we make of SH Kim, like? 
he was I really good, and the last one was really bad. Yeah, Luke won. Like, yeah, I just I, don't I, know. Maybe I don't trust it. Maybe I got to wait for. Maybe, I just maybe don't that's, know. that type of guy. Like you got to maybe earn it a little bit. But I mean, seems like he's fairly accurate off tee. Like I know that like his drive actually numbers for the year is only fifty nine percent. It's pretty low, but I think everyone was missing the fairway at Sanderson. So off the corn ferry guy's actually decent. Um, and he's just a really good putter. So can he get hot this week on pass palm? I don't know. So, so I, I don't know what to make of him though. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask you the same question with, that our buddy John asked me that made me blow my mind about Justin Lauer. Right. When I was always in love with this dude, constantly fucking playing him. John just asked me how many golf shots have you seen Justin Lauer take? And my brain fucking exploded because it was probably like five, if that. And if I'm that. in love. With, you know what I mean? Like if that. Yeah. So yeah. like, how many golf shots have we actually seen? Fucking sh camp. Yeah. No, he was on the covers a lot at Shriners. He was in the mix. Yeah, was I've he? seen it. Yeah, yeah, he was. Just, he was in the mix. He was, just, he was. He was. He was on a lot. I think he was a couple shots back down the back nine. So like what a partial coverage of one tournament like you know what I mean like I don't know I'm just bringing it up because it's like all of a sudden he's popping off the stats and you know well that's I'm just asking a question what is this guy? so I'm, I'm just I'm, like I'm asking it back like I'm like what do I do with this information I'm posing another question which is I can tell you the guy that's going to win the tournament who's a hundred dollars more expensive than SH Kim that you definitely have seen before well you already told me that it's Colin if it's not more this guy. All right, Justin I'm gonna Rose? I'm I'm gonna pose a question for you guys. Are we sure Justin Rose is bad? Are we I, sure? I, yes, we're sure. Yes, you're gonna play yes. Jason Day at 9200 and not Justin Rose, major champion at 7300. How's a uh, 11.7 strokes gained putting at the PGA on pass, Paul? You like that? Twitter list, you find that in your ago. was that in your pos poem calculator? Eleven point <laughs> seven strokes putting at Kiowa Island is that okay. checked? Right, well, the last, the last time putt? we saw the last time we saw Justin Rose was at the BMW and he withdrew, I think, with an injury. He wasn't great, but he sucks. if he if he's healthy, I'm assuming uh, Andy, his long term numbers. Andy, Andy, I still it. like. How much money are you going to lose with Justin Rose? I've been hearing you talk about Justin Rose for a year and a fucking <laughs> I've half. Been trying to, and I've been trying to will this one into existence. This guy into fucking being relevant again. The last you make, time you make a valid argument, for Justin Rose. I, I understand that. <laughs> he's just a fast, why hasn't he gone to live? He's just a fascinating test case to me. Like, what in the world is going on with Justin Rose? The, the last why, time. I don't understand why he hasn't gone to live. I don't understand his playing schedule. Why is he playing this week? What is he's going sold, on with Justin Rose? He sold enough of the $30,000 a set. Uh, what were those clubs called? Homas? What, what the fuck was yeah. it called? Han, Hanma. Hanma. Right. Yeah. He sold enough of those where he doesn't have to work anymore. The, uh, the last time Justin Rose was good was January 6th when our capital was stormed and he stole money out of my pocket for his stupid fucking minus eight first round lead. Okay? I was, was literally... Work? Well, he almost won the he almost won at Torrey Pines because yeah, I was there. Torrey. Yeah, I was standing there. He hit the ball in the water on 18 at Torrey Pines. He needed if he made just makes a birdie on that hole, he's in the. And play. they don't think he and they didn't think he knew that right. They, that was when they yeah. didn't think he knew the score. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I was on him that week. I, I'm on him every week. So. Yeah, I know you are. That's why I said how much money right. are you gonna lose on him. Yeah, listen, he'll be one percent, and I'll he'll be in a lineup or two. Listen, Keegan hit for me a couple weeks ago. I'm almost even. 
Yeah, man. You never know. You, you never know. Don't jump off before the miracle happens. That's right. Right. Uh, you got any, dump, you got any dumpsters? Uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, I why don't you first. go first, Andy? Um, yeah, there are a couple guys I like in the 6K range. I really like CT Pan this week, like a concerning amount. Like I have to check myself on how much I like CT Pan this week. Uh, I bet CT Pan at 180 to 1. Um, I have a weird Lucas Glover thing too. I'm going through this Glover thing that I'm probably going to have to take a deeper look at. It's probably a me thing uh, over the next couple of weeks, but... You know, for all the reasons that we like Tom Hoagie on this golf course and like Russell Henley on this golf course, like Lucas Glover does a lot of those things really well and just can't putt. Uh, but yeah, he made the cut last week. We'll see. Uh, the, um, we didn't mention those are really the only guys that I currently have in my player pool in the sexes are Glover and CT Pan. Um, we didn't mention. Svensson and Saw in the very low sevens. I'm playing both of those guys as so, well. I love those guys, but the only Saw, two guys Saw in the is sixes are. Is he? <laughs> he, is a, he, is a he might. He might be. He might. He be. Is, he, he hasn't done. I mean, he was okay at the CJ Cup. That's like the best thing he's ever done. He might be a Ponzi scheme. You're I, like I. I can't rule it out. That's like a fair take. <laughs> I don't know if I can disagree with no. you. That's uh, that's good. Yeah, that's uh, that's about right. Uh, yeah, but, but Svensson's funny at seventy one hundred. Like, yeah, nobody. Yeah, wants I, to mean, play I mean, I mean, Svensson has the tools of what you're looking for, is in like great wedges, like accurate. Again, yeah. though, just nothing on past Pollum. Steve, <laughs> not, I'm gonna like, I'm, not, like nothing. I'm also well, he I'm finished forty fifth here. So okay, all right, okay, yeah, fair. I guess I guess all right. That's a fair argument. If seven thousand bucks, you're finishing forty fifth. That's that's a fair. Yeah, argument. that's different than if like, he scores. Like Henley, that's different than like Henley eighty four hundred bucks and like yeah, like that. I, yeah, f- fair argument. I'll, I'll give you that. So yeah, you know what? If you if you want to take a flyer on that, Pauses. yeah, that's 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 fine. Yeah, okay. there are a couple like I just want to let everybody know. For those that have Ryan Armour and Tyler Duncan popping in your models this week, like those are Ponzi schemes too. Like I'm just letting you know, and I've been there. I have fucking been there with Ryan Armour. Is Ryan Armour's three in my model, and he's 6,500? Like I'm just letting you know, Ponzi scheme, Ponzi scheme. Okay. Um, Let's see. Maybe we should do do that. Maybe we should do the Bernie Madoff golfer of the week. Yeah, that's a good one. There are a couple. Look at me. I'm coming up with all these new all these ideas. We have the, yeah. we have the uh, what? We got to find a name for the we just end the show guy. Yeah. Too. <laughs> the, we canceled ourselves, golfer. Yeah, yeah it's just, it's <laughs> over. Bur- maybe it's like the burn it all to the ground golfer. I don't know. We'll take yeah. submissions on that. Yeah. One. Well, well, but it's we'll Matt McNeely job. this week. Yeah. Matt McNeely. Absolutely. Is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not the high more cow, but like when I saw that he had the same odds of cow, like what are we doing? Like, yeah, holy shit. Um, I mean, his uh, iron numbers are horrific lately. Um, but I mean, Brandon Wu is pretty good on past Palom in his career. Uh, good in Mexico. I think he's got a what else? I think he's good in Corrales. Um, he scores well from under 150, which means. I guess he's not putting himself in awful positions, even though the proximity yards aren't that great. So I can get there with that. He's also 
not all that erratic off the tee. So I can go there with him. Uh, Capper laughed at me for Nate Lashley last week. Respectable, I think, like T35 finish. Uh, pretty good history on past problem. Now, not a very good history here, though. But again, like he's relatively decent with his short irons in his career. Those usually have those are usually like where he's had success uh, for six four hundred bucks. I don't hate that. Um, I talk about Dean Burmester up top as far as the King of the Canary Islands. Well, the real King of the Canary Islands on the past bomb was actually Garrett Kago, who finished fourth mm. and first on that golf tournament. We've seen signs of life again. Finished not at what he finished what top five at Sanderson, and yeah. he shot seven under on Sunday at Bermuda. So, listen, again, that's not a type of guy you'd really want to target here, like kind of what we talked about. But, you know, I mean, you know, for this cheap, and I've seen him do it on this type of grass, I can get there with him. And then, again, just like some of these other guys we've kind of been seeing on the Corn Ferry Tour, just keep riding, you know, they're, you know, the graduates just keep riding. Like, you know, Kevin Yu, Marty Dow, like Harrison Endicott, like a lot of these guys, and it's a small sample size, but generally been hitting their irons under 150 pretty well and scoring pretty well from those those uh, mm-hmm. places too, you know, just keep riding and keep going to it until it fails. So, um, and I don't think any, I don't think they're really drawing a whole lot of ownership either, even though Kevin, you'd play pretty well. Uh, and the kind of had a top 10 um, thing. You just keep going to them until they fail. Fair. I just, I just hope my books will start giving me access to Harry Higgs matchups again, because <laughs> I mean, the Twitter was, I think it was last week or the week before when he had like a good Thursday and then of course, he came out and shat the bet on a fucking Friday and missed the cut. And that used to be my immediate go-to bet. Like, whoever Harry Higgs was matched up against, I would just bet Max. Yeah, he stinks, doesn't he? He, he does. does. And he seems like a cool dude. Like, love to go drinking with him. Like, yeah, obviously, like, whatever. But, yeah, he's just not good at golf. And they thought they had something with that after he made the whatever the fuck it was, the, the hole-in-one in, uh, in Phoenix, took a shirt off, running around with Diamond. And, uh, yeah. He, he just stinks. And just please, God, give me a matchup this week with Harry Higgs. Okay. All right. I already know he's in the field, but yeah. He, he is. Him, Andrew he Landry's in the field. Nope. Uh, Richie Rowenski's in the field. All the usual suspects. Not great. Not great. <laughs> Do we have, the big question I have is, are we done with Swan Kemp? Like, is Swan, you're just going to give him two rounds. He goes out and debases himself. <laughs> You know, it's like who hasn't had two bad rounds in windy conditions? We're just we're done with Swan Kim. We're not even going to give him like a fucking second chance. It's a doggy dog world out here. You he know, his forty-five. He's on the board of directors at the Butterfield Bermuda, and we're just going to kick him to the curb because he shot ninety. Yeah, you know, really? his four putt his four putt avoidance is actually pretty good. So I might want to consider him this week. Uh, I I don't know. I, I, got, I, got I don't know if I want to go down that road. I got such a kick out of it. And like, it is, it is dumb. It is ridiculous. I'm with you. Like I got a kick out of the outrage. I think the outrage went too far with it. Yeah. But I, I, it is, it is, it's, it's not, a, it's not a good look for the PJ tour. To, no, it's not a good look. For no, the, it, it no it's not. It's, but not. it's also, it's, it's also, also not so hilarious. Yeah, it's it's yeah, exactly it's objectively funny as fuck. Like this guy doesn't give a shit. He loves it. He's out playing a PGA tournament. Like, like who cares? And then you're right. it, what always happens is, is is like the outrage over something becomes intolerable as well. It's like, oh, right, man, right, stop right. being so upset. It, 
fucking breathe, man. Go jerk off. Get laid. Do something. Fucking, you need to take a breath. If you're can I can I ask you guys a question just because I'm trying to like get into Swan Kim's mindset? <laughs> because I gotta ask, like, do you think you could put up better scores at the Bermuda than oh. Swan Kim? And I said, I think oh, I probably could. Okay. I, I I think you I probably could. can. I, you I could. I'm so let me let me I, ask I you guys a question. Let me ask you guys a question. If you guys got invited, I don't know what your local. We'll say for Kappa, what, Kappa, what's the what's like a local? Well, the players is yeah. If you so got an invite to play in the Honda Classic, just hypothetically, oh, okay. If you got an invite, like yo, like I don't, <laughs> you just like it came in the yeah. mail in one day. Yeah. Right. And it's like, yo, you can play in the Honda Classic. Right. Do you say do you say yes? No shot. Probably not Honda. Not Honda. No way. Lot of Maybe that's a bad example. I'm gonna, sure. I'm gonna shoot. Like, how about how about you do, you, do, you, do you get what I'm getting at though? Yeah, 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 it's like yeah. like like Swan Kim knows play. he's not yeah. breaking 85. Yeah. yeah, who cares? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I would maybe would I like it's it's not a lot of upside to get completely dragged for shooting like 90. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're yeah. just going to get, you're getting yeah. completely dragged for shooting 90. So it's like, I don't, I'm trying to think what I, if I got I an invite to play it, what would be the upside? But, because but I'm not going to break 80. But would you care? Like, probably what, not. He's probably having fun out there. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, who cares? Like, like uh, he doesn't give a shit. He's having fun. He's having a fucking blast. But you're saying have, it wouldn't be worth it for you. It wouldn't be worth it to say you've done it because you know you're going to shoot 100 no, so I guess I guess it. after after we framed it that way, like yeah, I just go fucking play. I, I just go play. I go play like whatever. Like I would just like laugh. I'm like, of course I fucking shot 120. It's the Honda from the tip. Yeah, you guys have yeah. seen me golf. Fuck off. I got to go have fun and look. I got to get into the awesome locker room. Like, promise. Cool. I don't think there that would go. be. I don't think that would be fun playing PJ National. Yeah, but whatever. Maybe, so not seem like yeah. a, that's not seem like but a all, fun But all, all these courses in Florida want water on every fucking hole for whatever yeah. goddamn reason. It's, yeah. Somebody in, in India is trying to change my ethic actually. So yeah. talk amongst yourselves okay. while I figure this out. Why, why don't we go to our race then? So okay. we kind of talked a little bit about it tonight. Andy, why don't you go over uh, what your betting card is right now as far as we're going to win? My betting card's complete. I banged it out this morning. I am going... Colin, 18 to 1. Uh, Tom Hoagie, 30 to 1. Grio, 40 to 1. Uh, Hayden Buckley, 80. And CT Pan, 180. Okay. That, is, that is my five. You I love like fuck. You love, you're, you love CT Pan, too. I do. I love CT Pan. He's my guy. Yeah. Oh no, oh no, I'm a big CT Pan guy. My passwords don't match because I was talking. <laughs> All right. So I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm just going to keep riding the trend that just. Basically, I don't want to look past 50 to 1 anymore. And I always have an opportunity yeah. to someone like I like who's more than that. You know, I mean, chances are, unless they're like leading the tournament by a couple of strokes, like you might be able to get double digits on them on the weekend if I really want to bet them in the decline. So I'm just going to stop doing it. So everything's under 50 to 1. I only have four guys. Um, I talked a lot about them tonight. Um, I bet Billy Horschel at 20. I like the fact that he just has been great at this golf course, played coming off a really good CJ Cup, one of the better scores under 150 just because he hits it pretty close. He's he can convert the putt. Um, I like him this week. Uh, I bet Aaron Wise, and I'm a little ashamed at the 20, but Kay. I like the trend that he's been great here and he finally has a putter, and that seems like that's what you needed in order to actually get over the hump. 
I think that's actually what's going to take this week, and I think he can do it. So Aaron Wise, 20. I also bet Hoagie, by the way, uh, kind of along the similar vein is that I know he's a great wedge player. Finally, he's putting pretty well. Maybe that's enough to get him over the hump here. Uh, he has a top five finish, even though his overall history of Michael is all that great. I've seen ceiling from him here. So I bet Hoagie at 30. And I know it's gross, but Jason Day at 50. I like what I'm seeing from him. I like the iron numbers. I like his form coming in. Uh, and I think if the putter got turned around at the CJ Cup, the fact he's in his iron so good, I think he can card yeah. a lot of birdies. So 51 on him. That's only four. Uh, anybody else I like past that, I'm probably going to cover with positionals that we'll talk about tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah. it. I can't yeah, wait till I come on. I can't wait to come on to tomorrow and have Jason Day in the top ten, top twenty, top forty, every fucking match. I told you, stay away <laughs> from him. No, but that that makes me want to do it more. Okay, because now if he hits, I don't know. Uh, so I'm definitely going to tell you guys. I don't have any outrights yet, um, but I just started trying to pull it up on my phone. Uh, so I'm definitely going to tell you guys on Hoagie because he's one of the first guys I thought thought about. I think I'm going to go back to Dietrich. Because I didn't want to bet him last week because the number was too short. The number's still kind of short for Dietrich, but was second short sample size for the past bomb that you just talked about, Steve. Like I can stomach a forty on him, and then I gotta think about it. Like I don't know, man. Like I don't know. Like 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 I I like Andy's more argument, but I have a lot of scat tissue with that fucking guy. Um, yeah, it's fair. Okay. Can I can I say something that might get you off in Capper? Mm-hmm. Uh, certain guy. Uh, oh, wow. okay. Uh, Never mind. Yeah, yeah. We'll find them. Yeah, okay. You know, it's funny. <laughs> it, 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 it's funny you say that. Right. I don't know how much this says about me. I've been like pretty lockstep and step with him. <laughs> I've noticed. Past of, yeah. Again, like maybe that's a look in the mirror situation. I mean, um, listen, he hit Rory the Tour Championship. So that wasn't that long ago. There you go. Listen, I write my articles before his gets posted, I know. and then I and then I see that it, it, more Kawa, huh? Yeah, but here, yeah. here you th- here's the thing. <laughs> Andy's face is like, fuck. Here's here's the thing, though. You make a, both you guys make compelling arguments on Morikawa. Like, oh, listen, did you the read ball, what he had to say about him? Yeah, I mean, he basically had the same thing as what you said. The ball striking has been there with him. It just it, yeah. it's a matter of if he can putt like anything like halfway decent with putting is like a gold mine for him. Just the problem is with Morikawa, like we never know when it's coming. Like it's, there's no rhyme or reason. It seems like with Morikawa, like when it shows up sometimes. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I kind of, I'm done doing that game with him. And if I miss out, then I miss out. Like it's like, it's, it's one thing that like, like if I miss out, like I missed out a concession at that 40 to one number. Like I was just killing myself. Cause I bet him at Riviera. Yeah. I was so pissed myself. Like this is an 18, 20 to one. I'm like, you know what? I can I can live with myself that if yeah. I miss out, I miss out. But I, I understand what you're saying with him. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, like it. T B D. All right. Um, about pushing an hour and a half. Andy, give uh give the people how is that possible with a Mayakoba? This has to be the longest Mayakoba pod anywhere. You know, we can we could we even put like coverage takes on the back burner. We could have done two and a half easy today. Um but but, you know, listen, for our we gotta put the Bengals potentially in the mix for the Ponzi scheme award. Yeah, of of course. Dude, Super Bowl hangover. Super Bowl hangover is fucking real. 
The Super Bowl yeah. hangover is a hundred. I don't have the game. I just clicked on the score. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah the Bengals have great. been submitted to hey, the Ponzi scheme. Hey, Cooper hit over. All right, let's go. So yeah, yeah my, wa- um, my wife. Was, anyway. my wife was like, my wife was like, how how long is it going to be tonight? Because she was like chatty because we did like you know obviously everybody giving out shots and stuff in the neighborhood with the trick or treating. Like, right. I want to talk, and I was like, I got Andy on. It's gonna be like maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe like <laughs> at best. At best, I'll see you in like two hours. <laughs> well, uh, to answer your original question, uh, I put I my podcast uh, inside golf podcast. It uh, it'll be out later this late tonight, early tomorrow morning. That shows you weren't even listening because we stopped the question. The question was I was going to ask you, and then we got sidetracked. Uh, what? Give a recommendation of a TV show or oh, a movie. To the, I thought to you the said. Audience. I thought you said what you got. I'm so used to people asking me what you got yeah, going yeah. on yeah. this week. Did you actually Same. not ask me that? I did not ask you. That. <laughs> when, host, when hosts aren't listening, I'm just, I'm just trained to. I'm just programmed to answer that question. Start plugging. Um, AP uh, lag at Twitter. Yeah, at Twitter. Um, actually, don't listen to my podcast. I'll give you TV shows instead. Uh, have you guys been watching the Dahmer one? Yeah, yeah, I've, I got, I've I seen got, it on that. I, I haven't, I haven't got into it yet, but it's pretty. It's, 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 it's really good. It's, it's like, it's pretty jarring though. It's, it's yeah, kind of a tough gross. hang. It's yeah, like man. You kinda, it's one episode at a time, right? You kind of need like a. I'm, I think it's really good, and I'm yeah. gonna finish it. But you kind of need like a palate cleanser you after do. each one. I, I don't think. For me, at least, it's not really like a bingeable it's show. Binge like, show. I no. kind of watch it. I'm like, Jesus, I just feel like gross hanging out with that dude for an hour. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. but it's good. It's good. Like, it's, good. it's, it's, it's good television. So that would be my, that would be my recommendation of what I'm watching right now. The, the palate cleanser is a hundred percent right. It's definitely dark and heavy. And you weren't old enough yeah. to be around, but I remember, I was for like, him. I don't know. I was like, yeah, exactly. Eight or I think I was eight or nine. And I remember reading like a Newsweek article. That's a magazine for people who are listening. And that used to be a printed <laughs> publication that came out that got sent to like doctor's offices and barber shops and things like that to keep people busy because we didn't have phones back then. And, yeah. uh, I, and I read a Dama uh, article and I would have nightmares about this fucking guy. <laughs> Like I was nine years old and ten years yeah, old reading he about eats, he, he eats like human brains. Yeah, I'm like, well, I'm like, I would literally like be in my bed at night, like terrified that Jeffrey Dahmer was somehow going to make it from Wisconsin to fucking Brockton, Massachusetts, and murder me in my fucking bed, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just absolutely terrified of it. But me and my wife just watched it. Like, I think I got one yeah. left. You're right. It's it has there's a you got to watch like reboot or something like that on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, yeah to, to get get rid of it because it's it's i watch like yeah gross. i watch like u.s amateur highlights from like band and dunes to like restore <laughs> my restore my faith in in humanity after watching Who won that tyler strafacci did he win did he's he win so that? bad oh he's so he's bad. bad he is bad he's bad that was the so. thing that i was arguing with more with people it's like oh james pyatt won the usa i'm like yo james pyatt's bad like i actually yeah. think the last couple winners of the usam have been pretty bad mm-hmm. um so yeah, yeah I, I Strafacci's not good. Mm-hmm. No, he isn't. Can I can I give a, a semi-related like? You sure can. Every, everybody just everybody just tuned tuned out when you guys said Strafacci. <laughs> all right, so so I I watched um, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, the Netflix oh, movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, is that good? It's good. Oh, yeah. it's, oh, it's uh, good. It is not a feel good movie though. No man, so, of course it's, not. It what's is it? A big downer. What's it about? World uh, War II. World War One. It's basically. Uh, exposing how awful and atrocious war is. 
uh, and it does a very good job depicting that in the film. Is it it's, a documentary? It's, no, it, it's it's a film. It's got a oh god, it's based, it's, it's, it's based it's based on uh, there was a oh film, the book yeah the, the book, book. In, in the film already like but like I saw this I queued it up and my wife was like I am not watching it. it's Capper yeah. you should watch it's it's I'll, very I'll good it. it's check grizzly it and it's uh, definitely not a feel good show for no, me no, no. fuck them yeah but it's good it's very good yeah I, I have that cool. up. I can't wait to watch that one. Okay. All right. Well, I got nothing else. You guys got anything else? I got nothing, guys. All nothing. right. I'm good. I'm good. We okay. got a batting show tomorrow night. Guys, go follow Andy. He's uh fucking everywhere. He's always on Twitter. If you really want to get him going, make a, a live burner account and uh, start tweeting at him. And um, uh, other than that, he's got inside golf. <laughs> tell podcast. me Xander's going to live. I dare you. <laughs> tell me, fuck, come at me and tell me Xander's going to live. I fucking dare you. Act, act like some random night when I'm bored on a Wednesday at like 12.30 Eastern time after like 10 gin and talks. I'm not going to make 15 burners and just start engaging <laughs> Listen, he's, he's going to fit in real nice on iron heads, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, he's he's on with uh, Rick uh, Gaiman, Rick Rudgood. Uh, he's on, I don't know, nine or ten shows there during the week as well. Uh, he's got his writing uh, over at Rick Rudgood. Uh, super good Wednesday article for DFS players, man. Goes down to oh, like, uh, yeah, man. Uh, like breaks it down, goes through ownership. Uh, if there's anything weather wise and things like that, uh, he gets smug at times, especially if you have a player he doesn't think is good. Maybe it's personal, but you know, it is what it is. You know, read it however you want. And then uh, you guys can go find Steve as always on our Discord, uh, Discord channel. And <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, on our Discord channel. You can find me randomly on Twitter. Uh, more of a, a lurker than a poster, uh, but I'm there. So feel free to tweet at me, and I'll get back at you. Uh, Boston underscore Capital. Other than that, fucking uh, let's go try to make some money on the fall three, boys. <laughs>